Welcome to the Fight With Depression podcast, the podcast for people who want to improve their mental health. My name is Christopher Boussard, and once again, I have my wife Molly on with me. Hello. So that is her standard welcome for our episodes. So we are doing something where, um, as we evolve, it sounds like you guys all enjoy having Molly on the show, and um, I don't blame you on that one. And um, so we're trying to um, evolve our podcast here. And I now I just um, am subconsciously saying our instead of my. Um, and so we're just kind of working on changing the sound and uh, just doing some other things. So anyway, um, it has been quite a while since the last episode. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's been very... Uh, interesting and busy busy it's we've just had a lot of just a lot of stuff going on a lot of junk and not whatever. fun stuff not not all fun stuff i don't know i mean some stuff i think we you know kids have their events and and everything but i don't know it's fun for them um anyway so let's get on with uh today's topic that has been sitting in the the Q, and by that I mean my notebook for probably about four weeks now. So, um, anyway, we're going to be kind of talking about uh, friendships and everything and what it looks like to be. I don't know. Let's just get into it, I guess. Sounds good. Okay. Um, we have, so Molly and I have been together for t- almost 20 years now. Yes. We have had many friends in our lives and some have come and gone and several have stuck around for a while and we try and make it a point to maintain our friendships that are um, I'm gonna say important to us I would agree with that so then why is it that some friends kind of stick around and others um, just kind of dissolve away and then other friends you talk about it you know Molly's from Nebraska, um, and we have we have some friends out there that we go and we haven't seen them for years, and we just kind of pick up where we've left off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they are, you know, they are they are some people that I had met in college. We didn't necessarily. I don't think we went to school together. I don't remember. College was weird. Um, but anyway. We worked at um, restaurants together, um, starting, I think, at 18. And um, I was friends with one, and then worked at another restaurant, and became friends with the now husband. And they met, and um, they are just the kind of people that, it, it doesn't matter how long it's been, they will call up, or I'll call them, um, or they'll, you know, We'll go back to Nebraska for a quick visit, and it it we just pick up right where we left off. Um, in fact, last year they were, we were in a really sticky kind of a situation, and um, the place where my father was living, uh, he, we had to get all of his stuff out after he passed away, and we had two weeks to do that. Now. Christopher and I both needed to get back to work and the kids needed to get back to school. So we had um, about three days 
to, to do this task. And um, we were extremely overwhelmed because it was just the two of us trying to get it figured out. And um, not, I mean, there was a lot of stuff, but it was also just a difficult thing to do. Um, didn't really give me an opportunity to, to process or grieve or anything. It was just, we're thrown right into action. And I realized very quickly, Christopher did too, how overwhelmed we were and that we needed help. So I called our friends and within 45 minutes, no questions asked, they showed up and they brought some of their kids. And I mean, they didn't sit around and say, well, what do you want me to do? They just got to work, started loading things and cleaning. And um, it was, it, it was a true example of what a real friendship is. But I mean, I think on, on that, note though um it's not necessarily like the doing things we don't just stick we we don't have friends that we keep close to us because they do things for us no it's it's the it's the people that we keep close to us that maybe that's just a common characteristic that people are willing to kind of put down whatever they're doing or um just be available, make themselves available at the last minute or not find excuses, I guess, for, for doing something or like, Oh, I can't, uh, you know, I, I can't show up or, or whatever. It's their heart. And, um, you know, I, they, they could have had things going on. We, we don't know. We didn't really has it. We didn't really stop to ask. Um, we just asked for help and it's the heart behind the people who see that, there is a great need there and they were absolutely more than willing to step up and we hadn't seen them for probably oh two or three years at least and um and it was just so so nice that they were there and they were willing and we really appreciate it so i personally have not really been a good friend a lot of the time um i've had a lot of good friends, a lot of close friends and everything. Um, but I mean, we we're talking about our friends and what that looks like, but how do you translate to that to yourself? How do you translate that? You know, these are the people, is that just who they are, how they are, or is that something that, you know, maybe I should try and do? Is there something that I can, you know, or, you know, and I say I, I'm talking to the to the people listening too. that, you know, maybe I want to, I just want to be a better friend. I don't know what to do. I, I want to help people, but, you know, people aren't asking me for, for help. What is it that, is it something I'm putting out there? Is it, you know, maybe I'm, I don't seem like a person to come to, or is there something that I should be doing or, or how does that, what does that look like? Well... I think that I can jump right in that boat with not being a good friend because I wasn't always a good friend to people. And um, I, I know it sounds silly. I just didn't know what true friendship was for a very, very long time. And um, I think that with you saying that you haven't always been a good friend, I think that there are reasons why you think that because I do believe that your depression and anxiety 
has made it more challenging to maybe, I don't want to say to make friends, but I think sometimes people see see your hurt and they don't look past that. They don't take the time to get to know you. And I well, think that, go ahead. But I, but I think some of that too is not just like, I see, I can't see past that or I can't see past your hurt or whatever because it's not even people who really know it's yeah. it's like a something that I'm putting off so I tend to come across I was always known as shy oh he's he's really super shy and I think a lot of the time when you have a mental illness depression uh, bipolar disorder something like that there's something that happens that's going on with you and people perceive that as a problem with them or that maybe, you know, I've been called stuck up or conceited or whatever. There's, there's things that I'm really not thinking or feeling, but that's the perception that I put out. Well, we've had, I mean, we have a daughter who struggles with depression and anxiety and we've, heard that people have a certain perception not everybody but a few people have a certain perception of her because she is quiet and she doesn't um speak up and she's lovely and amazing and kind and smart and caring but you kind of have to meet her where she is because you know and i think it's the same thing with you christopher if someone's not willing to or they just don't want to take the time um then, then they're not going to, and they're gonna they're gonna label you with these, you know, un, untruths, if you will. Well, and I think with with her, you know, you're talking ex- using her as an example. The people who get to know her are always talking about how kind she really is. There's there's something that once you get past the barrier that you start to realize like, oh, that person really is genuine. Um, she's got a hard exterior, but you you get in to know her. And I know, you know, there's a lot of people like that. They seem like they have a, a hard exterior and they push people away. But I think a lot of that pushing people away is a, um, I don't know. Like a defense a mechanism. A defense mechanism, no. a survival skill. It's Protection. You're protecting yourself from other people you're protecting yourself from hurt so that way when somebody comes and i'm just gonna say you know when somebody comes and wrongs you they talk bad about you they say you know they they say something behind your back it doesn't hurt as much if you're not opening yourself up so you get to know her and she has some good friends that she's you know that that have stuck around absolutely if you get to past that barrier and actually get to know the person for who they are a lot of the time it's a there's a genuine person under there well and you see it with the way it's so interesting to watch her and and you do the same thing too christopher but it's so interesting to see her interact with the people who have accepted and loved her for who she is and have given her the space and the you know hey it's okay if you're not 
coming up and saying hi or giving me a hug or this and that. They don't take offense to it. They know that Taylor's not comfortable. Oh, I said her name. I'm not supposed to, am I? I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, anyway, that she's not. She knows com- her name. She knows her name. <laughs> she's not comfortable with that and they don't hold that against her it's and then those people she warms up to and it's so fun to see because she gets excited to go see those people she's like hey when we haven't seen this person in a long time when are we going to see them again and they are equally as excited to see her because they know who she is and i feel like you are very much the same way i mean you have people that So go ahead. This is going to segue into my next bullet point here. So I think good friends are always going to be there, Um, but they don't condemn you and they don't turn your back on you, but they are willing to call you out on your crap. Absolutely. Um, And I think that's part of it too, where you're not being judged, but you're also going to be, you know, giving given your space and the those true friends that I've had they're not they're not talking about you behind your back because a lot of the time you know we always we, we say you've got two ears and one mouth <laughs> and I think the 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 introverts I'm going to say generally seem like what they're doing or what we're doing is we're listening we're paying attention and if you say something behind my back or you judge me or you condemn me, I don't shouldn't say judge because there's a difference between judgment and condemnation. But if you're condemning me and if you're attacking me, I'm going to, I'm going to know about it. And it's like I said, it's that defense mechanism where you said that we're going to keep that guard up and a true friend isn't going to be the one doing that. And like, but they will call you out. They'll confront you face to face. And that's not, that's not condemnation. That's being a good friend. Yeah. Well, we spoke about it, um, in the last podcast that, um, you have, I mean, our friend, but mostly your friend, um, has seen you during hard times and cared enough to reach out to, to me and to, um, ask about you. And it's not a, like you said, it's, but it's not, I'm talking bad or we're, we're talking about this person. It's a genuine, I care and I don't know how to help. How can I help? What, what can we do type thing? And, um, I think it takes a lot of guts to do that. Um, and some people, some people can hear it and some people can't, and some people it takes time, but. Well, and, and sometimes it's like, you know, it's hard to hear, um, and you don't, want to hear it or you may push them away but if it you know somebody comes up to you a good a true friend comes up and and is like hey you know you've got a crappy attitude right now or there's something going on you need to you know what is it oh you know nothing i'm fine mm-hmm. you know what it what does fine stand for i don't know freaked out insecure neurotic and emotional i like that yeah so you you know a friend says oh i'm fine i'm fine maybe just no i i know you're not Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna keep pushing you on it because 
you keep pushing me, I'm just going to resist even more. Mm -hmm. Um, that took you a while to figure out, right? I don't know. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. but, But, um, but you know, a true friend is just going to say, look, just, I, I, I know something's going on. There's something bothering you, whatever it is. Um, I'm here for you whenever you want to talk about it. Well, continually making yourself available. If that person's not ready to talk, you can't force them into it, but making yourself available and continually checking in is, you know, too many people are like, Hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. And then they leave it at that. And, and that's fine sometimes, but if if you're aware that there's obviously something happening, it's just, this person may not be ready, but to know that you're still there, you're not pestering, you're, you're caring. And, um, well, it's just that, um, you know, like you said, they're, they care enough just to check in. I may not be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to open up to you, but just by saying, you know, Hey man, how are you? How you doing? How you holding up? Maybe enough to just get somebody through through that day, or you know, whatever. And you may not see it. You probably won't see it at all. Yeah. Um, but if they're, you know, if the person cares about about you, that shows even through a text message. If that's all you're gonna do is like, hey man, just just wanted to check in, see how you're doing. Well, you're not forgotten about. Yeah. You're not alone, and that's a big deal. Um, and like I said, you know, they're they're willing to call you out on your crap. Um, you don't always have to see eye to eye with your friends. Um, you know, that's a good, easy way to get rid of a friend out of your life is by pushing them away because you don't agree on politics or oh, you know yeah. whatever it is. Um, Well, and that's, I mean, the politics example is a great um, example to use because it's typically something that people uh, have a very strong opinion about. And um, I I think Christopher and I have our own feelings and our own beliefs and our own stance on things, but we try to stay pretty neutral in our friendships because we have people... You know, we've got people on both sides that we care so much about and it's not worth it to lose a friendship over um, an argument in that. And most of the people, I don't think, even if we did push back and say, nope, you're wrong, this is it. I think most of them would be respectful and have that nice, you know, like I mean, I've argument. Had, yeah, I've had some good... <laughs> Um, educated, uh, not heated, but well, I don't know. Well, heated, sometimes they're heated. Yeah. yeah. Good, educated um, discussions with people. And you, if, as long as you're respectful, yeah. you're not judging, you're not condemning the other person for their beliefs. You're looking for, okay, why is it th- that you believe the way you do? Why is it that you, and if you have those discussions instead of arguing with somebody or always trying to be right you can have those disagreements in a in a friendship and you know you can molly and i aren't the same we don't agree on everything we do agree on a lot of the important things but you know you if you have that educated 
discussion, then you can definitely have differing opinions. Yeah, but we also, you know, live in a world where, you know, you're wrong if you don't agree with me. And so you kind of have to just be be careful who you're talking to, I'd guess to say, because sometimes people can't look at, sometimes people can't look at the other side. So, I mean, is it worth losing a friendship over? I don't know. Depends on who the friend is, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and we kind of, we didn't really touch on this and I wanted to, when, when you opened, you were kind of speaking about why is it that some people stick around and some people don't. And, um, so you're trying to circle back this conversation to close it out. Is that going to be okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, ob- there's there's the obvious reasons, you know, okay, we get married and have kids and then we have friends who are still single and going out and doing their thing and you just naturally, you know, grow apart or um, people move away or this and that. But I've found that a lot of, I, you know, I have a couple um, and when I say a couple, I mean two not many friends all the way back to middle school that are those people we don't talk daily we don't talk weekly or monthly um but if i needed them or they needed me we're right there but um i think a lot of our good friendships have come from the church and from uh the fire department there have been some just amazing people who I don't know why they take the time to invest in us (laughs) because I don't know if we're that interesting or not but man sometimes it's just you look and you go I'm super blessed to be able to know this person and to be able to call them a friend and it's okay to talk about the tough stuff because they're not just the ones there that when everything's going right, you know, when things are good, when you can go have dinners and coffees or whatever, they're, they're the ones that are checking in on you when times get hard or when you need help with something and they don't hold it against you. They come willingly. And it's pretty amazing that, you know, we have some, we have some really cool people in our lives. Yeah. I was going to say, we're, I think we're entertaining, but I usually get invited places because Molly comes along with me. I so, don't think that's true. <laughs> it is. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I um, think that, um, I think that, you know, we just have a good time together and uh, we have some friends who, who like us both and that that's good. And the majority, I would say that, you know, typically when Christopher makes a good friend, um, the spouse and I become pretty close. Not always, but a lot of the times we find that we have a lot in common or that we can relate to the same things. And, um, you know, we have a new friendship blossoms that way. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it, even if it's like, not even just being like, oh, oh, that's my really good friend, but you can just hang out and but you know pick up where you left off and just kind of well you have a start talking oh go ahead no did i interrupt you no oh i was rambling okay well i didn't say it's just speaking of picking off picking up where you left off um a few years back you know christopher had a friend that was 
and they met in what middle school and were great friends throughout middle school and high school and then I met Christopher and uh, this friend had a girlfriend or wife and um, you know they kind of lost touch and then about three years ago all of a sudden he is able to find Christopher through it was through your website right or through the book or something Mm -hmm. but anyway and um started coming around and they literally just picked up where they left off and it is so cool to see that you know even though they've both grown and changed and faced different challenges in life we're still kids at heart yes yes (laughs) you can still have a good time and be there for each other and care about each other and um yeah, that's, I don't know. I think that's pretty, pretty neat to see. So, um, yeah, just if you are on Spotify, um, I'm going to put up some questions and Q and A's and stuff and, you know, maybe just let us know what your good friends, what character traits your good friends have and, you know, what you look for and, you know, just think about, well, how, I, I don't know. I was trying to think about how I could be a better friend and, and everything. So I um, think, I think though that on that, I think it's very dependent to each person, you know, I mean, you've had people just reach out to you because they needed advice or needed to hear your opinion or just needed, they know that you're a great listener. And so they need yeah. you to listen. And so in that moment, you're the friend that is just there for them and that's what they need. And yeah. um, so I think it looks it looks different, you know, because sometimes it's no secret. You can be hard on yourself. I can be hard on myself. But um, I think you have to look at those instances when somebody just calls you or texts you or comes over or whatever just to be on your presence. Like that that's telling you that you're a good friend to that person. I really believe that. Yeah. So don't take those for granted. Um, yeah. Don't take those friendships, friendships for granted. Yeah. Because... I didn't know that was going to be such a hard word for me to say. Well, it happens. I know. Cause if anyway. you do, they up and move to South Dakota and then you only oh, see them like once a year. I know. So anyway, yeah, let us know, go to, uh, the fight with And if you need to, uh, get a hold of us, go to the contact page, and that'll go right to my email. Answer the questions on Spotify. What else? Please. What do you want to say? Yeah. No, I just I want to say thank you for continuing to invite me on. Um, this is definitely your podcast, and I'll just be your little guest speaker every once in a while, or maybe all the time. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah um, we've we've had a lot of positive uh, feedback from from Molly on the show. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, do you want to close out the? I don't know how to close it out, so I'm going to leave it to you, and I'll practice for next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless. <laughs>